follow me, Jesus says to Matthew, the tax collector. And when the narrator of this gospel, Matthew's gospel, points out that Matthew is a tax collector, it's not a compliment. W.H. Auden, the great poet, was fascinated by this verse, follow me, or in the King James, follow thou me. And he was really fascinated if, if when he paired it with the verse that he saw as its parallel, which is, of course, John 14, 6, when Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Auden has a poem about those two verses. The poem is actually set to music and found in the hymnal. It's hymn number 464 in the hymnal that we use most Sundays. I encourage you not to look at it now. (laughs) Because at the eight o'clock, the presider, Bishop Rob, told me after the service that when I mentioned the hymn number, he did look at it now and didn't listen to anything else I said for the rest of the sermon. (laughs) Auden was an Episcopalian. He was a member of um, St. Mark's Episcopal Church in the Bowery in Manhattan. Auden was actually a member, um, not the whole time, but a member for part of the, of the time in which the drafting committee for the Psalter that's in our Book of Common Prayer that we hear sung or that we read every single Sunday, every single burial and baptism, Auden was on that drafting committee for a portion of, of that drafting committee's time. So he has a hand in the poetry, the biblical poetry that we hear every single Sunday, which is just a wonderful thought. But in this poem about those two verses that set to music, here's what Auden writes. Christ is the way. Follow him through the land of unlikeness. You will see rare beasts and have unique adventures. Auden gets it. I mean, he's, he's dramatic and poetic about it, of course, but he really does get it. Following Christ is, is just a grand, unique, strange, fascinating, comforting journey with just so many twists and turns. Auden here is, is poetically thinking probably first about the journey with Christ, following Christ within into our souls, into that land and place within us where all kinds of strange characters show up, that place in our souls where we have dreams in the middle of the night, that place in our soul where we have all kinds of emotions that we feel, that place in our soul that is just replete with countless memories. Sometimes they just jump out to us when we would least expect it, something we've forgotten decades ago will just come to us and we follow Christ there and indeed have strange visions, but visions that are ultimately showing us where to go too with Christ's help. Auden's definitely thinking about the journey following Christ that takes us outside of ourselves. We're never completely outside of ourselves, but the journey does take us outside of ourselves where we meet real people, come into relationship with real people, many of whom we would have not chosen to be in relationship with. 
unless Christ led us there. People just like the real people found in this gospel reading, which is essentially a bundle of several stories. People like the tax collectors who are bored counting coins and want to count to infinity. People like the sinners who have been cast out, who are looking for room around the table, relationship with others, and ultimately with God. They're looking for space to live and thrive. People like this father, this daddy, whose daughter is in the grip of death. People like this woman who's been suffering from hemorrhage for 12 years, 12 years. We often think things happen in the Gospels quickly, but not that. Indeed, to follow Christ in this world leads us on unique adventures, especially at St. John's Cathedral. So I want to share with you two vignettes from last. Last Sunday was wonderful, but two people stand out that I think are reflective of this gospel reading, at least for me. After the 8 o'clock service, we had coffee hour. We had to be indoors because it was raining. Today we'll be outdoors, and I'll say more about this lovely coffee hour in a minute. But we were indoors, and there was someone there who, who I didn't recognize. It's not a huge crowd of people, so... If you don't want to stand out, don't go to the 8 (laughs) o'clock. And he was having conversations with people. He had a cup of coffee, and and, and I eventually was talking to him, and he shared with me that he's experiencing homelessness. He lives on the streets. He had lots of things to say. It was clear that he was talking to himself as much as he was talking to me. And it was also clear, as I talked to him and observed him out of the corner of my eye, talking to almost everyone there, one by one, that implicitly he he was just asking to be listened to. Not to be understood, but just simply to be listened to. After the 10.30 service, we had the family picnic, which also had to be indoors because it was raining. And I went to it and was there, and I was in the corner of the room right when I walked in, and I was talking to another adult, and we were having a conversation, and then suddenly I noticed this little girl, whom I know, her name's Lola, she's 20 months old, so imagine a two-year-old, she's walking away from her parents, away from the crowd, toward me and this adult, And she walks right up to me, and she's holding a balloon. Now, I've seen Lola in church shortly after she was born, gave her a blessing, and have given her family communion and been with her at altar rail countless times. So I was hopeful that just as we give them the bread, that she was about to give me that balloon. (laughs) But that's not the moral to the story. She, in fact, did not give me the balloon. And she just stood there and looked at me intensely for several seconds. These two people, so unlike one another, they couldn't be more unlike. And yet that's the range of people whom we meet at St. John's Cathedral, 
and especially in these gospel readings. They're reflective of the people in these stories that we hear this Sunday and many Sundays throughout the year. And you and I are, we're sometimes just as complex, we're sometimes innocent and kind, we're sometimes crowd that finds room and space around Jesus and at his table. And that's why when St. John's Cathedral is at its best, and we're not always at our best, I'm not always at my best, but when we are at our best following Christ and with God's help, there's room for everybody at St. John's Cathedral. And there's room for our souls. All that's within us is just as real as all that is beyond us.